the Mallory Bros Podcast, episode 88. Everybody just bounce. You ready to turn up with us on this Friday? 88 week. Everybody just, everybody just. She see money all around me. I look like I'm the man. How was y'all Valentine's Day? Did y'all have a Valentine? It's all good. You ain't have a good weekend last weekend. We gonna turn this one up. Let's go. DMV, what up? A lot of people have heard that joint from the IG. Terrell found a full track. Man, that shit is so dope, man. And then just Twitter just be helping you out. That song is just so fire. She's Not Twitter, Instagram. All around me. With the Mariah Carey? With that joint? That joint is some heat. It's the Mallory Bros podcast. Wow, I feel like I'm a little rusty. Yeah, you got a little crackly voice. (laughs) (laughs) It's the Mallory Bros podcast, episode 88. It's the Michael Irvin episode. It is not the Michael Irvin episode. It's It's the the Lynn Swan episode. It's the Demarius Thomas episode. RIP, Marvin Harrison, Chris Carter, Alan Page. It's a lot of great, crazy 88. So look, the Gridiron Gang episode. I'm an 88. It's a yeah. 88 for life. <laughs> they was they were about to they down to die for that shit. Hey, look, we was we all saw that movie at a real look, a real tender age. We was like 15, 16, just becoming a man type shit. <laughs> yeah, that shit was impactful. We all was impacted when by that Weathers first got scene. Killed, we was like, oh <laughs> shit, they really killed my man straight out of the school. But uh R.I.P. Demarius Thomas, mm-hmm. just the heaviest loss of last year for those of us that are Broncos fan and anybody else that had the pleasure of having him on your team. He's a great leader. So I'm dedicating my portion of this podcast to my man, 88, Fly High for Life. My man, Von Miller, just when I did, did it for him, so we're going to do our own. Hit. Shout out, man. And speaking of uh, Von Miller going out there and doing it, did you want to jump right into the Super Bowl or you want to come to come back to that joint? We'll come back to it because, you know, we want the ladies to stick around. <laughs> First thing we wanted to talk about was Valentine's Day. Valentine's weekend uh, just passed. I want to give a big shout out to everybody who uh, celebrated, kept the positive vibes going. Believe it or not, it was a... Dark ass weekend though, <laughs> for you. 
Nah, just period. Fuck that. It wasn't just dark. It for wasn't me. dark. Oh, it was cold as fuck randomly. It Punks was a Tony dark Phil. weekend. Valentine's Day this year was one of them chin check holidays. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Fuck that day. Fuck that whole weekend. Hey, look, for all my people out there that didn't have that great of a weekend, we made it out. <laughs> we said it's Monday. Time to get back to work. <laughs> Take y'all balloons down. <laughs> Oh man, uh, it was a cold. It was a cold weekend. Punks yeah. Tony wanted to give us a uh, a dope Wednesday, Thursday, and then make the weekend cold as fuck. We're not gonna keep bringing Punks Tony up like we fuck with him and know. And I, this nigga saying it like I know. You know how somebody say somebody's name? And His you, name is actually Phil. He's from <laughs> Punks Tony. <laughs> His he got a nickname and all of that. Punks Tony. Go ahead. His real name is Phil. He's from. There's probably listeners in Punks Tony, Michigan. Turn up. Y'all got the y'all um, got the groundhog, but <laughs> it was a cold weekend. Um, but I had a solid Valentine's Day weekend, even though I thought I had strep throat, thought I had tonsillitis, thought I had some. My throat was on fire. Um, took a COVID test. I didn't have COVID. Went to the doctor, got a strep test, and all that. I didn't have it either. I just had a random ass, just fucked up. I don't know what it was. I'm just getting back to like 90%. So. And you know how somebody's sick by you and you just start feeling like, damn, am I getting this shit? Look, that's my sound. Listen to you. I never sounded any different. I always sounded my He's same. He's just bringing his sickness in here. Y'all seen that's Moses Jones? That nigga just flew right off of this nigga and hopped right onto me. The Lawrence Fishburne. The Lawrence Fishburne. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, but V-Day was cool, man. Um, One thing I wanted to say is that I was super proud of the fellas this this weekend. I don't know if y'all if if for the fellas that went out and bought flowers and shit, when I went in to buy my flowers, mm -hmm. it was hella men in that joint buying flowers. Old men, younger dudes. It was you could tell it was people buying for their lady, buying for their mom, buying for whoever. Just and then what I just seen on Instagram, I just felt like, damn, like it was good to see a lot of the fellas like really over deliver. Mm-hmm. You know, and so that was good to see. All of the fellas that did the rose petals and the the balloon, whatever y'all did, I thought it was dope, and I think it needs acknowledgement. Right. What I wanted to say about Valentine's Day is, like, there's if you don't have a Valentine, there's no way to not feel like shit. Zero way. Like, you're going to feel like shit. Everybody that we all try, <laughs> people are trying so hard. Come on, y'all, love yourself, love yourself. <laughs> Because we all know we showed up to the dance with nobody. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. It's the equivalent to showing, not only just showing up to the dance with nobody, but like, it's the time where they say, all right, y'all, it's the equivalent to, look, couple skate. You're sitting. Yeah. It ain't a big deal. I ain't need, I don't, I don't even need to skate. But you know damn well, at this point in your life, you're like, if yeah. I had somebody, I'd be skating. You know what I was going to say? Imagine we had a, it's a shitty holiday when you don't have a Valentine. But if you have one, it's great. Imagine if we had a day like, uh, you didn't have a Valentine this year. Nah, I fucked my shit up right before Valentine's, y'all. Now, let me ask you. And it was, it, it's pain. Did you it have a Valentine's pain. day? Did you have a Valentine last year? No. I I didn't have a Valentine. Yes, I did. You did? Like, no. I don't, no, I don't I think so. I didn't have a Valentine's day. I fucked my Valentine's day of last year. Damn. I didn't have a Valentine for four years before this year. So I, I, I'm with you. Mm -hmm. I would mask it by going to work or some shit. <laughs> I was. I don't have to think about it. I had much. to sulk in that shit. Look, uh, imagine they had a national move out of your parents' day, a uh, house day. We celebrating everybody that moved out of their house. Yeah, post your apartment, freedom. 
You have no choice but to feel like shit if you still live with your folks. That's why I said nah, it's like, we're not going to sit here and act like we had a good weekend. And, you know, I was just loving myself. You know, I put a bath on. I did all. Nah. We did whatever we can to make it through to them make posts. Make it through them days. Uh-huh. Make it through that shit. Now, some people, not, but you know, it's funny it's, it's funny you say that moving out thing. Because, look, some people might say, look, I'm still staying with my parents for whatever reason. You still going to feel a way about everybody else. Hey, look, shout out to the people that, that fuck they shit up before. My Valentine know who they are. My Valentine know who they are. But we just fucked it up. We didn't have that day. Shout out to my niggas that also said, wait, uh, did you see the joint? I got you Friday. The national side chick day was the 15th, they were saying. <laughs> it's almost but, uh, like, if you, if you, no, 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 come on, we got it. I, no, uh, you know what I want to say um, about the, the Valentine's Day? Shout out to the people that really did take a serious day to just themselves. Nah, for real. I, be, I think it's more of those people than anything. And as somebody who didn't have a Valentine's Day for a long Valentine for a long time, I keep saying have a Valentine's Day, random. Yeah. But somebody who didn't have a Valentine for a long time, it was different. Like I was excited because I was finally had a Valentine this year. I'm normally like, y'all, y'all buying what? Candy, chocolates? Oh, that's right. nice. And I'm going about my own way. But and for the people that might be like, I don't know why people put so much, I don't give a fuck. I don't know why people even care. Why do people even give a fuck? Like to what I want, what I might say. Mm-hmm. My only thing is like. Okay, you don't give a fuck about Valentine's Day, bet. But when you get a Valentine, I don't want to see you on a TL posting Valentine, Valentine, Valentine. You know what I'm saying? Right, Some of y'all motherfuckers we done follow for a long time. And it's like, you don't give a fuck about Valentine's Day because you don't have a Valentine. And you don't know why people are talking about Valentine's Day. You don't have a Valentine. But when you get a Valentine, you're going to be that same person talking right. about Valentine's yep. Day. That's why it's like, let people be upset. <laughs> That's my thing. Do you think that the self, some of the self-love was fake? 100%. Like I said, everybody's just trying to cope with the fact. Look, like I said, national move out of your parents' day. House day. I keep fucking it up. It's like you have no choice but to feel like shit. Yeah, you got your own journey. You saving money. You doing whatever. But on this day, you cannot celebrate. Valentine's Day is, is look, it's, it's a day of love. All right, bet. Well, did we turn it into that? No. Mm-hmm. What about look? It's a couple's love day. Here go my Valentine, y'all. My son. <laughs> <laughs> I tried to get it off that Mimi was my Valentine, y'all, but I, I didn't have the heart to post it. I didn't have the heart to get it off. <laughs> I said, this, I told Terrence he should. Nah, Mimi, I said, that's not my Valentine. That's my, that's like my daughter. Who would be my Valentine if I did have a daughter? But my forever time. My, that is an extension Valentine. Like, she got to come from my real Valentine. You know what I'm saying? Not my fucking cat. You're not my Valentine. That's kind of harmful, bro. She know where they love at. But we not about to play games. She don't know what the fuck that day is. I'm she sitting in this that. joint. She, ain't enjoy, she enjoying her day. I'm not fucking with it. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it was, a lot of, it was a lot of fake self-love out there. I know this chick that literally bought herself flowers, wrote a note, love me. See? And then look. Bought gifts, not even lying. Wrapped the gifts to give to herself. See now, nah. that's what I'm talking about. We that was might going, work. We, we went through it. That might work. Whatever. Went as far as saying, "Fucking, I'm gonna wrap these gifts myself," <laughs> and then and then un, and then open them. Nah. Yeah, bro. She probably opened them gifts, hit the end button on recording, and was like, <laughs> 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 like DMX on the side of there. <laughs> Cause that's the shit. It's like, what the fuck do I gotta do for this shit? 
Or she see that one comment where somebody was like, fuck out of here. <laughs> it's funny because if you don't see that, you can just hear. Just <laughs> funny as shit. Um, hey, look, if you didn't have a Valentine this year, fuck it. We about to turn up next year. Right. right. And it's back it, to the real world. They had their the, little fucked up, fuck they day. Oh, and this was another thing. A lot of people who was posting for Valentine been fucking up all week and that was they get back. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. That's real shit. A lot of people be fucking up and then since it's Valentine's Day, I'm going to get you. Because put it like this. If you and your main, I like to use that word. <laughs> if you and your main. <laughs> your main. If you and your, what do I mean? Like your your partner, right? Mm-hmm. Was on bad terms before Valentine's Day, and you use Valentine's Day as a, you know what I mean? A lot of people got that off. You and your girl haven't been cool, really. You show up with flowers and gifts and shit, and she like, thank you because you're supposed to be doing this, but really she don't really fuck with you for real. Y'all on thin ice. Trust me, if you didn't have a Valentine, I feel like you're in better shape than that. Cause that was bullshit. That was some bullshit. <laughs> that there is bullshit. I'm glad that I'm was on some that. bullshit. And let me tell you, I could be on some shit like that. Like, I could. And then I could have been on that and then been like, it's Valentine's Day. Like, I think Gary say, do you do that? Do you say like it's V Day? Valentine's Day. Like, you didn't want me to. Nah, fuck <laughs> that. That's so funny, bro. You know what's random that I thought of? Remember on ATL? Uh, the character Nunu and ATL she was really fake as shit. Fake as shit. How? Remember she was talking to Rashawn? She had a whole different voice, bro. That was not her voice. She was from a whole nice-ass area. She was like, look. <laughs> I'm sorry, bro. Okay. When she was telling Rashad what she like about a dude and how he skate, and she was talking that way, oh, it's yeah. like, that tells me everything. <laughs> Girl, you don't talk like that. Fix your fucking Get the mouth. fuck out of here. Now, let me tell you something. That was the fakest shit ever in the movie. The fakest shit? Rashad, let's really talk. Who was just talking about this? That might have been Rory and Mo a couple weeks ago. But listen, Rashad would not leave. If you are Rashad, you're not leaving that joint. Nah. You're going to leave that joint if after you find out she got a whole nice-ass crib and car? Fuck that. This men's, mental, are, men's mental health. He said, sick of being lied to. And she knew she was lying. My man was down bad. Who he else? Took her to, the, took, her to, took her to the skate. Who else lied to him? Oh, his little brother had lied. Took him, to, took her to the skating rink because he was like, I'm just not really feeling. I just trying to chill with my girl who I I trust. She showed up looking like, look, she introduced him to real. Now he hate Lane. Nah, she but he ended real. with Lane. <laughs> she was Lane. Look, was skating and then he was like, sick of being lied to. That's real shit. And yeah. then she was lying. You know what's crazy? That's why when he said, look at what. That's so real. You got you with this chick to the point where you opening up your heart, right? I'm telling her, your, your shit, and she playing you. Look at my man Tariq with Effie. Right. Pouring out his heart. Is she the one? Played him. You see why we don't open up? Terrence, but I'm going to be honest with y'all. If I were to find out <laughs> that my girl is a whole double life where her parents are filthy rich and she got a nice-ass beamer pull, pulling up to my porch, I might be mad for a little while, like this nigga Rashad did, but right. you got back with her. <laughs> no bullshit. Helping to unpack it, smell, man. Yep. <laughs> Father about to hook me up with, no. my, with my comic business or whatever he was doing. We had some uh, social media beef that would happen to be like two artists that I felt like I respected. Kanye, Cuddy. Felt like mm. that was some BS. Yeah. Uh, I feel like Kanye himself was of experience this past weekend. Yeah, for sure. They said Kanye's social media sat next to the Super Bowl in most important topics. 
topics. 100. 100. Because he was on a tear. It's almost this like weekend. there was a picture of Kid Cudi that I think came out with him next to Pete Davidson, and then Kanye basically said, Yeah, Cudi's not on the album anymore. Well, you know, that, that picture was old. And, you know, Kim took that picture of Kanye standing, uh, my boy Timothy Chalamet in the middle, random as fuck he's there with these legends, and then uh, Cuddy and then Pete Davidson. Yeah. And then I guess the whole shit started where he was like, Cuddy's not on an album because he he's friends with you-know-who. Yeah. We talking in Billy language or something. Kanye be saying some real corny shit. Nah, you didn't know what that meant? I know what it meant, but it's just not cool. I get it. Ooh. But whatever. And Billy tried to fold and act like she didn't she wasn't talking about Travis. Yeah, that's she my, was. yeah I, I didn't fuck with that. That's why I fucked with what Kanye said. Like, come I on. Guess. You know exactly what she was doing. Uh whatever. Um, do you think well do you think Kanye was right in not being friends with Cuddy? What I said is I agree with him 100%. I agree with Kanye 100%, but I feel like I know that he's wrong in what he's doing. What Kanye doing is never going to be looked at as right. You're going to look salty. You're going to look like you're insecure. Fuck it. I'm, I'm one of those people. Like Honestly, I feel just like Kanye. You know that I'm trying to get this lady back. <laughs> lady. <laughs> you know I'm trying to get my girl back. Y'all, like I've had friends that was crazy about their girl. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I know how it would feel if, put it like this, who is Pete Davidson that Kid Cudi has to stay, not that he should fuck up his friendship, because that's what a lot of people think. Like, I'm just saying, if you know, if you fuck with me on that level, then it's like, if you're fucking with the nigga that's fucking the girl trying to get, all right, bet, well, we, we, we cool, but like, we not that type of cool. You getting the fuck off of my album. You my you my boy. You not my brother though. Yeah, you know what I mean. But Kanye announced, "Hey world, Cuddy, something must have happened." The fuck off the album. Something <laughs> must have happened. You know what probably happened? He probably hit Cuddy and said, "Yo, yeah, fuck this nigga, fuck this nigga." Cuddy was probably like, "You know what? He's pretty cool. He's pretty cool as my friend." And you like, "Oh, he's your friend." <laughs> well, sayonara to the album. <laughs> I'm making a post right now. <sighs> he said something about, "Yeah, I'm going back in that burning house and." He made it like all metaphorical. Let me tell you, before we even get into to this bullshit, let me tell you something. Look at this, Therese. What does this say? Read it. I don't believe anything. I don't believe none of this shit, and I feel like we being played. You know how I've been thinking the last couple weeks. Did y'all forget that Kanye has an album dropping? What does Kanye always do when he has an album dropping? Act a fucking fool. And all we've been seeing it's Kanye going crazy over, over Kim and all of this shit. And while I, th while I do th feel like there's some realism, I like to take a detour down a different road and be like, okay, what if Kanye told Kim and Pete, who probably don't really give a fuck for real, and Cuddy, who was just on the album, you feel me? What if it's like, yo, this is how I'm about to promo this new album. It would not be crazy to think that all of this is just press for the album. Did you see Kanye just, oh, they said, hey, y'all, Kanye's press team got his phone, y'all. They locking it up. He, him. It's the 16th and the album come out in a week. So this is where we what? Clean up? I guess him and Cuddy going to have a kumbaya, so he is going to be on the album. You know what I'm saying? He going to stop talking about Kim. Once the album is out, we don't have to see Kanye's name anymore. 
I keep saying, why does Kanye post every day? He's posting like a madman job like every day. This is the best press that I can get for me, period. When I drop my album, my name has been in the media. And people going to want to hear what the fuck you talking about on right that now. People now are going to listen to that album more than they would have listened to the album before because you seem crazy. And that's how I'm listening. That's how I'm thinking about the album because I'm thinking... Damn, what he is he gonna be talking about this shit on the album? Right. Like this Kim shit, this Pete shit. He had an already dropped song. That City of God song or City of what the, the Fabio joint. Right. The heat. I'm telling you. But I don't, but that even though that's conspiracy, if we keep it real, I feel like what he is doing, I don't wanna take away from this. What he is doing is a certain form of abuse. Yeah. It's like you could you could be trying to show love to somebody but be hurtful. You know what I mean? Or trying to express yourself to somebody and it's hurtful. Yep. And I feel like the worst part about that is you don't be knowing. Like you literally don't understand. You're acting on your own self-emotions and you don't understand that how you might deliver a message might impact people. And I feel like everybody that walks this earth is going to deal with that. And you just get better and better as you get more experience with that. But yep. this is another example. Just because it's social media don't make it no different. Yeah, I feel like I don't think Kanye has a right to be mad at Cuddy. You literally yeah. did what Cuddy did. Think about it. You're not cool with Cuddy because Cuddy's friends with this person who you don't like. Right. But you friends with you're friends with Pusha T. Pusha T could have easily been like, I'm not friends with you because you kumbaya with somebody that I don't like that disrespecting my wife. That okay. disrespect is on a different level, of course, because Drake just mentioned his wife versus this man is literally in a relationship with your wife. Yeah. But you, it's just like you moving weird. Yeah. You, you accept it. It's like you just being overly emotional and not thinking about like your own shit. I just have been there before. And yeah, yeah. you're right. You're, he's not. That's why I said he is 100% wrong, but I 100% understand somebody needs to take his phone type shit. Yeah. Because, bro, real love is that. To me, what y'all see with Kanye West is real love. It's when you're willing to look foolish as fuck for somebody. Like, all right, bet. I'm about to make myself look dumb as fuck in front of this whole party right now. <laughs> you yep. know what I'm saying? To me, as obnoxious as it might look, it's real love. But just because we can acknowledge that the love is real, it don't mean that it's not hurtful in the way that he's trying to get his points across. Like, it is abusive in a way. Because you're going to have people that's going to go at Kim like, why you doing my man like this? Why you doing this? And that's Taking the beast back, of social yeah. media. And honestly, Kim, Pete, Pete haven't been saying a bunch of shit. She haven't been saying a bunch of shit. That was the only reason why I was thinking that it was a setup. Go yeah. ahead. And my man Kanye been dating. It's like you're shitting on Pete Davidson, but you're also openly dating. Yeah. But you want your wife back. But now the, the whole world knows... More about who Julia Fox is outside of the, the, the intimate film community that knew her from the stuff that she had acted in and some of her model work. But now the whole world knows who she is because of you dating her. But you shitting on Pete. At the very same time, you're trying to get your family back. It's like this man is all over the place. But honestly, that's just how it really be, though. When you go through a, when you go through like a breakup, or something like that, like with Kim. If, if, you're, if you're looking at like real life, that's normally what happened. Y'all break up, talk to other people, 
end up getting back together. You're just not a cam. There's not a camera walking around. Kanye was gonna have a fling. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Just like Kim is having a. The only reason why you call it a fling is because if you get right out of a relationship to a new person, it look like a fling. So I mean, it just sucks that they have cameras in their face twenty four seven. There's nothing he could do. Mm-hmm. And I, you know, I don't have an issue with people getting in a relationship right out of a, a, a past relationship. Yeah. Like if it's some months or whatever. Y'all been split up for whatever time they've been said. Y'all have been split up. Because some stuff is real. But your shit was clearly flingy. Yeah. I don't know. And if I y'all... Think, my bad. I, go ahead, you got it. Yeah, I don't know if y'all saw, but Cuddy did clap back and say, yo, that's my man. So I'm not about to end my friendship over... You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And then a lot of people were saying, which I agree with, is that the Big Sean shit that happened with Yay. Where Big Sean came out and was like, I was just with you and this wasn't the conversation. Cuddy kind of had that same thing where it's like, where is this coming from? Type shit. Right. And so that's where I'm like, I don't really know if I can believe Ye all the way. Yeah. And I think the most important message from that needs to be like that this is harassment. And, and if I know because we got a lot of people that think it's funny. A lot of people think that he crazy. Nah, y'all. This is actually what you shouldn't do. Even though yeah. it does, even though it is real love or whatever. This is the type of shit that you shouldn't do. I saw a tweet that said something like, what if Kim K didn't have security and bodyguards and shit like that? You know? Yeah. It's like, yo, this could be a dangerous situation because you you do feel like that if you was in a relationship with somebody or you talk to them that you got like this. It's almost like you feel like you can do things that you you shouldn't. You feel like you can just walk up in their house. You can't. Yeah. Yeah, you do know them. To the core, probably, but you are not no longer on that level, and you just feel like I felt like that before. Somebody, your girl is ignoring you or some shit. You like, I'm yep. about to go to her fucking crib and knock on that door and see if she don't let me. You know what I mean? Yeah. And <laughs> it's not on no violence shit because you know her. It's because you know her. Yep. But look, when you show up and knock on the door, <laughs> mm-hmm. and then she don't let you in, you walk away. It's like, damn, I'm crazy as shit. Low key. Yeah, no bullshit. You look <laughs> crazy. Yeah. <laughs> But look, you was just trying to, that's exactly what this is. And, and that's where it's like, you got to start taking them little small moments and be like, all right, I'm done. Make yourself look like a fool once. This nigga's yeah. making himself look like a fool over and over again. Yeah, it's bad. But we can all learn from this. If he gets her back, it'll be the best comeback in history. It'd be bigger than LeBron 3-1 comeback in the Warriors. If he get Kim K back, first off, it wouldn't be that big of a comeback. They got three kids together. It's expected. Nah, fuck that. He's trashing his chances of coming back. <laughs> this nigga is down 3-1 in the finals. I don't see Kim K coming back. Because you know what she would have to come back against? All of the media saying, he did all of that and you went back. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's the bad thing. It's just in the media now. Hey, but she's no stranger to coming back from the media. That's true. And Kanye is worth billies. Even though she's not worth billies. She's worth billies too, so right. money probably don't matter. Skins. But I don't know. For y'all family, he's better. Yeah. And you know what's Maybe. crazy? It's crazy how this social media... Nah, she should pick who she wants. Go ahead, Drew. I'm sorry. You're right. Who makes her happier. I'm not for sure. for Kanye. But it's crazy because just on the, on, the, on the terms of her making... Um, being worth a bill, over a billion dollars now because... I don't know if y'all know, but her little loungewear brand Skims is worth like $4 billion now, something like that. Damn, for real. Which takes her net worth over a billion dollars. Yeah, Turn that's, how she, that's how she got a billy. And most, uh, look, 90% of her marketing is done on social media. 
through people. Remember Tiana Taylor and her family took them pics in, in them little cozy suits or whatever? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and so it's crazy how you can legit start a brand on Instagram and that shit's making more people billionaires than when we was growing up. 100. 100. And she is the queen of social media. Queen of it. But it's not working out too well in her favor with her shit being out in the spotlight. So prayers up for them. Hopefully they figure everything out, you know? For sure. Um, Cuddy did say, I don't know if you want to say that. Cuddy did say he was the best part of Kanye's albums. I've been the best part of your music since we met. Um, what do you think about that? Did you believe that? I'm not. I don't be knowing everybody's influences, but mm-hmm. I was asked you that. As a Kanye fan, y'all, I don't know. I was going to ask the TL. Y'all leave the comments and let me know, but... You know, Cuddy might have did a lot of stuff behind the scenes that helped Kanye on that I may not know about. I haven't watched Genius yet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but And that's what we need to watch. Yeah. And it just came out, so we about to get to it. Um, but I just felt like, no, Cuddy. Nah. Because when, all right, I'm the, I've been the best thing about your albums since we met. I'm trying to think about what album that Cuddy was the best part of. From, on a, what Kanye album was Cuddy the best part of, you know? Yeah, and y'all have known each other since early 2000s. That's what I'm saying. And, like, he's put out bangers. So, like, you were the best part of what album, Cuddy? You were really good parts, but best part? You're not going to talk to this man like he's not a legend. <laughs> it's like when two people arguing and you, you, you like, you in the middle, you're like, come on, y'all, chill, chill, chill. And then you got to be like, whoa, chill, bro. Yeah. <laughs> he, would, he went D1. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Your friends arguing. But, look, uh... <laughs> <laughs> Just a pivot, Terrell. You ready for this? Yes. Terrell, not ready for this. Y'all ready for this? Mm-hmm. Shout out to uh, Jermaine Dupree, legend. I want to play this specially for Terrell on the podcast, y'all. Oh God, what? I is woke it? up and found you creeping. Oh girl, I know your secret. Dipping on me. Got that McNuggets love. Do y'all know what this is? It just ain't fair. Why can't you share your love with me? Where do I know this from? But you're still not getting any of my crispy, juicy McNuggets. Girl, you got a 10 piece, please don't be stingy. That's when McDonald's was like, fuck it, we getting them niggas to come get some nuggets. This nigga, I watched this, this joint. And I said, wow, McDonald's really did not give zero fucks, bro. He said, look, what'd he say? Uh, I'm well, why can't you he give said, your love to me? <laughs> Random as shit, boy. The first line of this song is this, look. I woke up and found you creeping. <laughs> look. Oh, girl, I know your secret. You're dipping on me. <laughs> You've been dipping on me. <laughs> He says, I woke up and found you creeping. Look, they show her pulling up to the McDonald's drive-thru. Go, girl, I know your secret. Yeah, look, you've been dipping on me? You've been dipping on me. Because she's about to get the nugget. <laughs> look, why can't you share your love with me? But it's her nuggets. You know what I'm saying? Like, why did you get up in the middle of the night to get nuggets and not invite me? Uh, you know what I'm saying? So it's like giving a, okay, okay, okay. And she said, uh, what did she say? I know you're something. I don't, they got her, I don't oh, know. God. Look, look, look. Share your love with me. Nice song, but you're still not getting any of my crispy, juicy McNuggets. Girl, you got a 10 piece, please don't be stingy. <laughs> this is the random shit ever, but it's honestly funny as shit because I felt like this is the part that a lot of people I think didn't like about it. Stingy. 
And what I was going to ask you, we didn't like the fact that McDonald's would, it felt like McDonald's was like, all right, black people is y'all, this y'all ad for real. Yeah. You know what I mean? This, we know y'all made this specifically for us. You know? It's black people in the video? It's a black dude in the video. It's two black people. Oh, God. I forgot about so the video. it's almost like he's cheating on him, but she's really getting nuggets and not inviting him. That's why she said, you got a 10-piece. Don't be stingy. And when I watched this uh, clip, I thought about why a lot of people didn't, uh, a lot, why a lot of people had a problem with this. And I'm like, if you think about it, we like to be, and when I say we, I mean like the black community. Uh-huh. It's almost like we have certain things that are in our community that, and I'm going to just try to run full, full speed at it. Words like stingy. Would you consider stingy a black word? Yeah. A black term. Mm-hmm. Why? Probably because you only hear black people saying it. For sure. You know what I mean? So this is going to push us full speed into the topic that I was going to talk to you about, which was, is the word baby mama and baby father exclusive to blacks? Or is it, should it be exclusive to blacks? Just, I would say they originated there 100%. Mm-hmm. And I was going to read this tweet. 1,000%. Yep. I was going to read this tweet. Shit. I took a picture of it. I was going to read this tweet that really kind of like is the, I think, the conversation around that. Because mm-hmm. what it was, it was a tweet that said, um, I don't like people who aren't black saying baby mama and baby father. Uh-huh. And there was a lot of people under there commenting like, What's the big deal? What does it have to do with, with being black? Well, why is this exclusive to blacks and stuff like that? Mm-hmm. Um, but it was these two comments that stood out that I want to read. Uh, the first person says, I like it when non-black people call each other that. So that way, baby mama and baby daddy, that was the term, baby mama, baby daddy. Mm-hmm. Uh, I like it when other non-black people call each other that. So that way, baby mama and baby daddy isn't only associated with black people. Because that's not something we should want associated with us. Mm-hmm. Which I totally understand. Like, I understand feeling like if other people say it, then it's not just a black thing. You know what I'm saying? Like, um, okay, yeah, I understand that. You know, you know what I mean? The comment that, I, that, that really stood out to me was this girl's response where she said, why not? If you're a baby mama, then you're a baby mama. The point is um, other races only use African-American uh, what does AAVE stand for? I forget it. African American uh, vernacular. vernacular. Okay, I yeah. forget the uh, the E. Basically, vernacular English. Other races only use African American vernacular when it's convenient for them, but when we do it, it's looked at as ghetto. Oh, 100%. But it's not. You're just playing into the stereotype by saying we shouldn't be associated with it. Yeah, that's a, I agree with that, you know? Because I was going to say, like, I mean, you don't see. Other races really saying stuff like baby mama, baby uh, daddy, stingy, ghetto. You don't see them using those words unless they being like funny or playing. Yeah. But they will use those same words as like derogatory marks when they hear them coming from us. Like, yeah. You know oh, what yeah. I'm saying? That's yeah, why I was 100%. saying, damn. So I, I do see how somebody's like, yo, if you were sitting there with somebody from another race and they was like, yeah, my baby daddy. And it's like. Yeah. Okay. I'm not going to say that I have an issue with it. 
I'm just speaking on the topic that I seen on TL. Y'all know we always talking about issues and stuff like that. But we black and we just talk about stuff to keep everybody away. It's just, mm-hmm. I don't think that it's a bad thing. I'm just saying, well, I was just pretty much asking your opinion on that pot. People feeling like we shouldn't have it associated. Yeah, for sure. I think, um, I don't have an issue with the association. I mean, it's something that came out of our culture. So I feel like it's something that we own. Yeah, we created that. Black, baby, baby mama, baby daddy, yeah. And you're right. That what I was gonna say is I'm I'm not trying to gatekeep it, yeah. but it is just it is also to be said that this is also this is talked about. Like when a black woman goes into an interview mm-hmm. and she has a son, like they could call her a baby mama and not know that she that the dad's in the son's life. You know, like there's a lot of negativity that comes behind certain terms. Oh, yeah. I bet you got a baby daddy, bro. Trust me, I've heard it from. From, I've heard it from a, a bu- I can give you a bunch of different examples. But that's that's of it. Twitter spaces that I've been in and shit like that, where they're calling people baby mamas and baby daddies, the negative way and not the positive way. And that's it right there to me. If they went into a job interview, they would never say, "Oh yeah, you know John, that's my baby daddy." I think you know, my baby daddy John. You yep. would still say baby daddy if you plan though. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm about if to go plan. Up, that's my baby daddy. Yeah. All right, bet. But look, it's look, this is not to say that we have an issue with other people saying baby daddy and baby mama, y'all. Just highlighting the fact at how it's used. 100 percent You know what I mean? We will say this shit and be dead ass. You know what I'm saying? It's really how we refer to our situations. Yeah. And that comes from, you know what? And it and honestly. Going back to these brands, right? Like yeah. McDonald's. Did you see the new McDonald's commercial? Speaking of McDonald's, That's, I showed you that. Yeah. You seen the new the new Can I get a uh joint? They uh, got all these people at the window saying, "Can I get a uh?" Man, that's a McDonald's staple. Nah, time. Terrence. No. Wasn't Terrell the same person capping and saying it was a whole bunch of black people that were at McDonald's or something like that? Can I get a uh? That's us. You're right. Come on, bro. That's us. But McDonald's, we know y'all gonna do that. And we, and and we and honestly, know McDonald's bang with blacks. Do they? They got on some Chick-fil-A shit. Terrence. If Chick-fil-A was on some, can I get a uh, hold up? Make y'all ain't even got it. us in y'all, in y'all code of muff- ethics. These <laughs> motherfuckers don't fuck with us the same way. Chick-fil-A just don't fuck with gays as well. <laughs> like, McDonald's fuck with us. Terrence, my brothers that own uh, McDonald's. You just seen what they did. Did you it. not see this? This video was from 15, that video, this video was from to get y'all black ago, ass. Terrence, that video was to get y'all black ass in the drive through because now y'all got rights. You know what's fucked up? What do they have to do? They did y'all. They gave y'all niggas a whole R and B video. These, look, these Terrence, niggas still no, didn't like it. And this is what you gotta understand. What can we do to satisfy and these I did, niggas? I didn't even say this in the last podcast, but the black spinning, the black um, spinning power, just went up. We talked about this. Went mm-hmm. up from one point three trillion to one point six trillion with our net worth going down. So we make less money. But spend more as a collective. If you knew that, you would get on your line and say, look, Terrence's hardware is pushing P. <laughs> Could you like, I'm about to get blacks me. by. Yes. And so it makes sense. But one thing that I do want to remind people is that going back to the baby mama, baby father thing, African-American vernacular English is only, it's referred to as slang and it's made derogatory. It's made to be negative. In professional settings, but other people's accents and stuff are yeah. not. That's a fact. Yeah. So where you might talk, they consider how you talk as a descendant of slavery, slang. Yeah. Because of the way you mix your words, because of how you learn your English. But if you come from the UK, 
and you ask yeah. for a bottle of oh, water bro. or whatever, it's not looked at as right. And I love those. I love y'all accents. I wish I could do it, but uh, it's, it's not right. looked at as slang. If you're from Australia, it's not looked at as slang, even though you talk as a matter of fact. What did he say? The dude from uh, Daniel Kaluuya and uh, they had him as Fred Hampton. I would never let them live that. I would never let them live that down. I actually like the performance. You don't, get a, British, you don't get a British dude to do Fred Hampton that he's saying, you can murder, what did he say? You can murder a revolution, Terrence, but you can't murder a people. Terrence, he did not say it like this that. This is Fred Hampton, and he's saying murder a revolution. A murderous. Whatever. Shout out to all of our listeners in the UK that are offended. Turn up. What are you offended about? <laughs> <laughs> hey, speaking of Daniel Kaluuya, did you catch the Nope commercial? Yeah. And honestly, I'm pretty excited about the Nope uh, trailer and the movie coming and all of that. Um, Which is no Jordan Peele's new movie coming from after, uh, if you don't know. He nope did. is his, his newest film that's set to drop in May, June, July. Why did I feel like it was coming? Oh, yeah, July. 722. Coming out in July. If you don't know, Jordan Peele made Us, and his most famous film is Get Out. So, mm -hmm. But the trailer gave us absolutely nothing. Trailer gave us nothing, and honestly, I'm I'm fifty fifty. I'm excited, but then I'm also feeling like, all right, well, this is my thing. As a film fan, when you look at a lot of different filmmakers, the good ones who mm -hmm. have the name, like I looked at the trailer. Jordan Peele is saying, look, a Jordan Peele movie. You know what I'm saying? Film. The 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 man who gave you this and gave you that. It's like okay, like when you think about the trajectory of good directors from the past, they didn't always do the same movie. You know what I mean? Yeah. It was showing the type of director I can be in different settings. Right. And I feel like to go with another horror movie where you're going to, I guess, have somebody crying again and, okay, it's like now you're a horror director. And there's nothing wrong with that. But I would love to see Jordan Peele take his mind and it not be horror. Because he's funny as shit. <laughs> he is literally hilarious. They yeah. were so funny. So it's like... When we watched Get Out, it's almost like we wanted to laugh, but we couldn't really laugh because there was a lot of seriousness to it. So we would be like, hey, this means this. And I felt like Us was really trying to do that. Now with Nope, I'm like, Get Out, Us, Nope, sheesh, yikes. Is, all yeah, yeah. is that all your movies? So, but that might be his style. And look, I'm going to play devil's advocate for you. Yeah. How would you feel about somebody after hearing you say that, say, man, Terrence ain't never happy. If somebody, I, no, look, I said I'm, I'm 50%, 50, 50 excited. Oh, okay. Meaning, I'm just hoping that we don't watch you do something where you're just reaching for that. Because, look, we're not going to sit here and act like Us was a success. Well, you know what? It, it was. was a box office It was success, a box office success. But, but it wasn't that good, to be honest. We all felt like, okay, he was just trying to chase that get out thing. Now that you have the same theme movie coming out, it's like, okay. But we don't really know what You don't want to look is. like Nate, Nate Parker type shit. Yeah. You did one black revolutionary movie. Now everything you do is black rights, black revolution. You know what I'm saying? It's like, are you really a creator or are you riding a wave? Right. You know? Because mm -hmm. he made all his shit during all of the... Yeah. And we not, like I said, we're not going to act like there's not a million filmmakers out there. You know what I'm saying? One of my favorite filmmakers is David Fincher. You know what I mean? Yes. Literally can he say, I'm going to do this movie and then I'm going to do this type movie. I can help out here. He just shows that, like, mm -hmm. yo, me as a person, I can bring my style to anything. And yeah. I think that's what separates you as a great filmmaker yeah. and one that's just had a good movie. 
Yeah. So and if people say that I don't never like something, I give it up like like a I'm giving it up for real. The people who really watch movies and shit like that, I felt like wouldn't think that I was doing too much. Yeah, you like a Siskel and Ebert. You look like you look like you look like uh your name was you just look like a Ebert. What is that? Y'all see how he's sitting here? Tan, look at you, bro. I didn't even want to say nothing. You look just like the dude from the video. Why can you? He said you dipping on me, but you would be dipping the nuggets. <laughs> yeah, genius. And you, and you mad? Marketing. And you mad that they got your black ass in there to buy a ten piece? I'm thinking about getting a ten piece after we shoot this. I'm gonna go get me a ten piece. I'm gonna pull up to the window and say, "Ooh, girl, I know your secret." <laughs> <laughs> They're gonna be like, "What the fuck do you want?" Nah, they don't know. I saw some twenty piece slander on my TL. What's up? What was the twenty piece? What, what's the slander? What's the slander? People were saying if you eat a twenty piece, you're a fucking bar, you're a barbarian. You're uh, first of all, y'all can eat a whole Chipotle bowl. That's more calories than a twenty piece. Do the math. Do the math. Terrence is not extra chicken on y'all Chipotle bowl. And look, some of y'all getting guac, sour cream. <laughs> look, you getting the salad dressing, salad dressing every <laughs> scoop, yeah, and chips every bite, bro. I'm telling you, that's way more than a twenty piece. But but it looked better. At least you're not eating genetically modified oh, junk. You think because that big black nigga back there cutting the chicken, you think because you can see him, it's not genetically modified? Where that shit coming from? You don't know. Chicken working, they can have that chicken right there uh -huh. fast. And I look, remember in Chipotle, you had to wait. Have Why you ever we had to wait no more, Terrell? No bullshit. In when Chipotle, Chipotle first opened, you had, had to, to wait, wait a for the chicken. Time. Now they say, you know what, fuck it, we're going to have cooked the chicken. That way we don't have to wait in lines no more. Or we're going to have it pre-cooked and sent. That way it cooked faster. And don't forget, Chipotle just literally had to get rid of all of their lettuce. But y'all want to talk about McDonald's? <laughs> McDonald's never took the lettuce off of McChicken. Never. Never. That's because they didn't, they didn't give a fuck if they was giving you salmonella. You're going to get this romance. I just immediately came straight for everybody to eat Chipotle. <laughs> you did. And let me tell you this, though. McDonald's, do you ever see McDonald's How It's Made video? Yes, and I'll be trying to show people. But you know what people say? It's fake. They nah, just it's did funny this because for if you could tell that they was like... <laughs> We about to show y'all that we don't be on no bullshit. So look, y'all, every step. Right, every single step. Here go the chicken. People still didn't believe it. Here's a chicken again. <laughs> they not showing y'all the pops. <laughs> but Did you, know you see the thing with Chuck E. Cheese? And the Chuck E. Cheese pizzas? Uh-uh. I randomly was coming across, came across this food reviewer that was talking about Chuck E. Cheese pizza and how they recycle unused pizzas. Like, unused. Like, you'll get a pizza... And there's a slice in there that's like shorter than all the other ones. And apparently, it's a piece of pizza that they didn't sell the day before. So they just put it in your pizza and then no! reheat it up. That is a real thing if y'all search it. What's your boy name that do all the reviews? Uh, Dame Drops, that dude. He uh -huh. did the, the five-year joint. He did it. He said, I'm going to go back and try another one. When he opened it, bro, he had skinny pieces. All the pieces were like all over the place, and it was like, damn, I'm getting like recycled pizza. Oh, That's hell crazy. No. I want a fresh, fresh pie. Because Chuck E. Cheese pizza used to hit in the early 2000s. But look, I, I, that's what people were saying, though. If you eat that, you're not even going to think about the fact that it's. That you're normally bomb. in there half drunk with your kids ready to go. Right. And then fuck you it, we might it. as well eat a slice. And you don't think nothing of you at Chuck E. Cheese. But um, hold on, wait. Before you move on from the film topic, what I did want to say, just in reference to the director shit, is that you notice how the best directors in the game, like you said, Fincher, uh, Tarantino, Scorsese, Scorsese, mm -hmm. and then let's use um, my boy, um, Inception. Nolan. Nolan. Mm -hmm. When they about to do, even look, even um, Wes Anderson. Wes Anderson, I mean. Look, when they about to do a new movie, they, they could say, I'm going to do a movie on, I'm going to do a movie on the 19 whatever. 
And right. you know, based on their work, like Quentin Tarantino said, I'm going to do a movie set in whatever Hollywood. It's going to be about the Manson family. Right. Dope. We trust what you're going to do. Yeah. Nolan just came out and said, I'm doing a movie on this, and I know this person's going to be in it, but but we trust the work that he's delivered mm-hmm. so he can say that. I don't feel like Jordan is there yet but, where we can trust you. Right. You're still getting your skin in the game because yeah. you're doing the same movie. Right. Look. We trust that you can come and do some different scary shit, but like you're not at the point where you can say, okay, the only reason why you trust that that Tarantino could go into old Hollywood Hollywood is because we literally saw him not only go into Nazi Germany, but we saw you do Dogs Fiction. You've done Jackie Brown. You you we know that you're gonna give you to whatever story you get. Mm-hmm. Same with Nolan, uh, Dark Knight. Uh, the Prestige, all different movies, yep. but we know we're going to get you. You've done one movie that was really good. The next movie was kind of like good too. Mm-hmm. But now it's like, okay, this is a big movie for you. Yeah. Because if it's going to solidify if we're going to say, all right, but if we're going to care for the next Jordan Peele film. Especially and you know what? you're I, so out in front of it. And I always told myself this, bro. You get one smash... You get one smash, and it's like the next film from Terrell Mallory. Like, who are you? You know what I mean? Yeah, I wouldn't be so bold. Until I'm standing there with something to be. I mean, I guess. But it's like, it's the Simone Biles goat on your shoulder thing where it's like, okay, if you want to put yourself up there on that level, you got to be able to take the heat that's going to come with it. Right. Because it's the J. Cole, I'm the greatest alive thing. Bet. You got to be able to take this heat that's going to come with it. You can't, when the heat come, try to play humble guy and say, oh, you know, I'm just confident. You know, I'm just, oh, no, that was just me. Oh, yeah, that's I'm just not, what they were saying. Man, come on. It wasn't that cut and dry for J. Cole. We're going to keep it 100 with those who want to put their legs on that level. But, I, I mean, I'm confident. I think he's. When you going for GOAT? I'm, I want him to win, y'all. I'm not trying to shit on it. I'm just, like I said, a little nervous because it's like, all right. Look, I'm doing, I, my first movie was a great heist film. Then my next movie, a heist film. And third movie by me, a heist film. Yeah. We're going to see a lot of the same elements from the first two. You just did this twice. There's no way you can't look similar. You know what I mean? Now, are we sure that what the film he's doing is like another one of those... You're right, you're right, you're right. Scary... We don't know. It looks scary from the whistle name. Like, random motherfuckers don't have their bottom lip. How you feel about Kiki Palmer? I love Kiki. We grew up with Kiki. She's not the... She... she I think sometimes... I think she's becoming an over-actor. I think she's becoming an overactor, but I do think she still got chops. Never forget when she when she played Young Akila and the Bee. Young Kiki was a was a beast. Was a beast. Akila and the Bee. Uh, she was in. I know she was in Beauty Shop. Don't make me look up uh, Kiki Palmer movies. I'm just gonna say. Remember I'm she played not. the football movie with Ice Cube. That's the performance that I'm looking forward to seeing the most because is this a comedy? Because I feel like Kiki Palmer is hilarious. Was no she True Jackson VP? Yes. Yeah, she was True Jackson VP. That was right when I jumped off Disney Channel. But, uh, or Nickelodeon, mm-hmm. whatever that was on. But that's why I was saying, all right, is, a, is it a comedy? Well, we'll see. Let's not stay on this for too long, you know? Nah, you're right. But I am looking forward to seeing Kiki and, and how she do. And my boy Daniel Kaluuya. Come on, man. Household names. Household names. Now, as far as uh, <clears throat> Super Bowl. Yep. 
Super Bowl was Sunday. Mm-hmm. It was incredible. I think it was one of the best put together games in terms of production and yeah. the way it looked mm-hmm. um, visually. Fucking star studded. It was great. Honestly, the NFL, if they were to decide to do the Super Bowl in LA every year and just say fuck doing it everywhere else, it would be ideal. There was the most celebrity turnout that they've ever seen in the history of the NFL. Fuck that, it was in man. LA. Fuck that. Fuck that. It was in LA. I actually said on my docket, they should never do a Super Bowl in LA ever again, ever. Why? Because you gotta think about it, bro. When your team goes to the Super Bowl, you're supposed you if you are a longtime fan, that's when you spend big money to be able to go. With the Super Bowl being in LA, the the, the ticket started at like fifty five hundred. You can get yeah. a ticket for forty five hundred dollars. It's nothing but look. LeBron is in the stands with a, with with all of the highest of the highest paid actors, and they just out out on a night on a town. It's some people that couldn't even get to see their soup their team go to the only Super Bowl that they might ever see because. It turned into a celebrity thing. Like, it's in L.A., so the tickets is so crazy. But they say the tickets are always crazy. Tickets are no always crazy, but in L.A., bro. Yeah, I'm, the sure. ce- it was nothing but celebrities there. You didn't even barely see any fans. It was not, you can't even, It's hard for you to name a celebrity that wasn't there. Yep. That's why I said, all right, these motherfuckers, because they live in L.A., bought up all the tickets. And look, $5,500? Easy. Well, well, uh, and well, let me tell you this. With because I get I get that it's right? just like L A no but when it comes to the real fans you're right but when it comes to the money it's a win every time the Super Bowl was the most watched program of like the last whatever years damn yeah with a hundred and something million viewers because not only did people know they was gonna get a bomb ass halftime you got all of the loyal football fans but people knew that commercials the commercials was gonna be dope the the, the celebrities damn. was everywhere so. Twitter was going crazy, so people was tuning in to see who they might see. Yep. It's almost like if the finals was in LA. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. Braun playing, but now look at the look the at audience. Who's, like you this. got Beyonce and Jay-Z on the full. Beyonce Trying and Jay-Z was at the Super Bowl. You know what I'm saying? Drake, Super Bowl. Everybody uh, was there. I can't name anybody that wasn't there. If you was a bad let, let, just, let, let me ask you a crazy question. If you was a baddie, right? Yeah. You're a woman and you fine as hell. Wouldn't you go to LA? You'll fuck around and get a star. You might you might get a star that night. Imagine. I mean, I guess, but is he going to fuck with you? You're yeah. a baddie and you just went to L.A. looking for a man. That's what I feel like chicks do. Chicks. But they lie to themselves. They be like, look, we're going to the Super Bowl. We're not going looking for a man. Or it's like, <laughs> fuck y'all know about the game. <laughs> it's just like, don't think that your, the, the man of your dreams is in L.A. because L.A. is the city of angels. You know what I mean? It's like. It's the city of angels, but okay, you better go out there and get fucked and dropped. <laughs> Is it the city of angels? Well, honey, the angels, the the baseball angels, where they play? L.A. They're the L.A. Angels. They are the Law L.A. Angels. No, nah, they're angels. not. They're the, it used to be the Anaheim Angels, but now they're what? Albert Pujols and them. Albert Pujols used to play for the Cardinals, but uh, he does play for the Angels. Yeah. Oh yeah, they are the L.A. Angels. I mean, L.A. is like. Like, yeah. So, I mean, other than that, y'all, just uh, to talk about what everybody saw, uh, besides the Super Bowl. Um, oh, no. Well, don't skip that. How skip did you that. feel about the game? I thought the game was good. It was a it was a good game. I felt like the the Rams faced adversity with OBJ going down. It really looked like shit was about to go left. 
But I felt like the Rams won, and I don't think anybody really thought the Bengals was going to win. Shout out to the Bengals. I'm not going to come in and shit on y'all. But um, for y'all to make it as far as y'all did was crazy. Like, for sure. Y'all literally almost stole a Super Bowl. When OBJ went down, I was like, damn, you know what? The ball is bouncing the Bengals' way. Like, this shit going great for them. Bengals fans, lie and say y'all wasn't like, bet when Odell Beckham went down. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Bet. Get that nigga out of here. And then they threw that interception. Bro, I'm telling you, I said, oh, this, these, these boys about to take this. I said, oh, shit. But I felt like it was a great game. Shout out to Matt Stafford, Odell. Yep. Just love to see. It was just truly a, it felt like a real, look, the team that went and got all of the stars yeah. playing in front of all of the stars in L.A., the halftime show was nothing but straight L.A. If yep. you was from Cincinnati, Sitting next to an L.A. person, they would be having a blast. And you just sitting there like, damn, like. Yeah, no bullshit. The home field advantage was outrageous. It was. That's crazy. It was. And you know what I did like? I like the fact that all of the pieces that L.A. put together showed why they were there. Odell scoring his touchdown Mm -hmm. makes that investment valid in a Super Bowl. You know what Mm -hmm. I'm saying? Von Miller had two sacks. And if he had Donald, Aaron Donald was able to do. Listen up, Aaron Donald fans. Aaron Donald was able to do his shit yep. because they were able to invest in somebody opposite Leonard Floyd. Right. So Bond. he could so he so he's not getting tripled all the time. Right. You know what I'm saying? And um it was dope to see all of them come together. Because let's let's just talk about it. They are literally the Avengers. Yeah, they have everybody, it seems like. They legit have a piece for everything. You got a beast ass Jalen Ramsey, beast ass Aaron Donald. Inner Odell, inner um, Stafford, inner Von Miller, great O line, running back. We haven't even said Cooper Cup. <laughs> yeah, like the MVP. y'all, MVP. motherfucking Avengers. I have no doubt that they might go back. Yeah, and you got beasts like McVay, a young, daring, fuck it, let's go for it ass coach. Try not. But, but I think what we should really talk about is the Super Bowl halftime show. Though. The show, you know what I'm saying? Yep. Shout out to the Rams. They won. All right, whatever. Fuck y'all. We winning next year. Terrence, please. I don't see y'all going back. That's to what I'm going back man. into a mode. They said y'all might get Rodgers. He wants to be a command. He wants to take command. I don't blame him. But the Super Bowl halftime show, the stage was amazing. Uh, I fucked with Dr. Dre coming out of the bottom of the stage, which the stage I don't know if y'all saw was almost like a L.A. strip. It was like a modern home on one side, and then the other side was like a L.A. strip. It had like the donut joint. It had like the uh, like a neighborhood house, and it was almost like they was performing on a roof. It was so L.A. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, Dr. Dre coming up, but it was like a studio, and he's always in a studio, so that was dope. How he kind of got to, he's Dre from the studio, so like they gave him his element. Yeah. Snoop smoked right before like the Snoop <laughs> and Dre. You had uh, to go from Snoop and Dre to Fifty Cent, Mary J. Blige. I just felt like. That was just a dope ass concert. It was. What was Eminem, your favorite? What was your favorite part? My favorite part was easily Snoop and Dre. Yeah. When Dre sat on the piano and played uh dun, 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 the uh yeah. that joint. When they performed that joint, it's Dre Day, nigga. AK nigga. I said, yo, this shit <laughs> is fire. And this is on the this is I said, this is on a big stage. Uh we forgetting Kendrick Lamar. Yeah, yeah, for sure. No, I'm just asking you your favorite moments. Uh, my favorite moment was hands down Dre and Snoop. Yeah. To me, we representing for the all across the world still. 
still, come on. Yeah, that was fire. Like, I felt like that was fire. And we still got love for the streets. What? Yeah, that jump was heat. It's the DRE on a main stage. I felt like first off, he he also did. He, you could tell that Dr. Dre being a gem. Uh-huh. He didn't look winded even at yeah, the end. He was poised. He was collected. Yeah, I thought the way that to me, Dr. Dre and Snoop Dogg without them two, man. Yeah. Well, my favorite part was hands down Fifty Cent. I don't know why. I don't know <laughs> if it's because I didn't look at any of the pre shit. Yeah. I didn't see any of the rumors that said who might be showing up. I had no idea. I thought it was going to be Snoop, Dre, Mary, M, and Kendrick. Me too. I did not think. When they took the camera down, they went like this, and the camera went down, and I saw 50 upside down. I said, yeah, they really oh, did Oh, I was this. on 10. They really did a great-ass fucking job, and I tried to hate. And I just told Terrence this, for 50 to stand up there on a Super Bowl stage is the most successful black show creator of all time with Power Series. Terrell, he's not the most successful black show creator of all time. You just had to, you had to take it there. Who's, who's you more successful? Going. Who's you more successful it. black? Now you got to go. Not Shonda. You got Terrell. Can we stop the bullshit? Just Terrell. Just say what you want to say about 50. <laughs> it ain't please, Shonda. Please, Terrell. Just Shonda don't got as many shows as 50. Not as many successful ones. Terrell, I do not give a fuck if, if 50 has 10 shows. None of the shows that he has are better than Grey's Anatomy or or Scandal or I'm saying he has or the how most. to get away with murder. He has the Stop most. It. The Terrell, most. You said he was the most successful. That was blasting me. Keep going. I'm not trying anyway. to talk about flowers. Anyway, right? Exactly. Anyway, to see him on stage, to see him on stage most successful black showrunner. <laughs> For him to say, been hit with a few shells, but I don't walk with a limp. It's like this man not even supposed to be here after getting shot nine times, right. and he's still killing shit. Still so he was my favorite. I got a, I got a uh, controversial take. I think the Kendrick performance was trash. I did not like the Kendrick performance, and you know what it is? What? It's because I'm so ready for some new Kendrick that, and the way they talked about, I don't know if you saw, but the way they talked about how Kendrick was going to perform, they was like, we might get an announcement from a new music. We might say something about his album coming. For him to perform, Mad Mad City. From Good Kid, Mad from, City. From Good Kid, from Mad Good City. Kid, and you then, perform Mad City and then perform All Right. And that's it? It was underwhelming. It wasn't really trash. That's harsh to say. But it was underwhelming because it's like, what are y'all doing, TDE? Yeah. What's going on with Kendrick? Shout out to Kendrick. He was wearing Virgil's latest uh, Louis Vuitton's collection. I don't know if niggas oh, know no. that. The, latest, the last one he did uh, for LV. Kendrick was wearing. So shout oh. out to him during that performance for doing that. However, I did feel the same way, bro. I said, this nigga's up there performing songs from 2017, 18. Come on, bro. Honestly, I don't understand. And I'm not trying to change it from the Super Bowl because we got to talk about Monet. But uh, I don't understand what TDE's whole strategy. And I was talking to somebody on Twitter about this a little while ago. Yeah. It feel like they kind of just falling off, not because they not good, but because they just are not. No Scissor, no Kendrick. We've been waiting for both of their albums. Those are our two biggest artists. Right. We got J Rock some years ago. Now, uh, I don't even know if if what's the name dropping. What's the one, what's the one that the most lyrical of all of them? I forget his name. Kendrick. No, the most reason. Reason. Reason been reason been out here, but no, what's the? It's another dude. People used to Abso. Abso, yeah. I don't even. I don't know. It just seemed like the TDE umbrella is kind of like. 
Yeah. You know how your umbrella have that one thing where the one come off and now you're getting wet a little bit? Yeah, and no matter what anybody says, the Isaiah Rashad thing's not going to be, you know. Damn. Yeah. Hold on wait, real quick, y'all. Let me call you back, Kels. We doing a, we doing a pod. You good? I'm good, bro. Just was saying if you, you watch that yay joint, bro. Not chat. Not chat. I'm about to watch that joint. Tears, bro. Real fucking tears. What? Is I that heard good? the first act is no, so good. It is amazing. I literally cried from the beginning to the end because I'm sorry, y'all. It, it had y'all, y'all just gotta see it. I ain't even. That's crazy it. because That's I heard this dude said, "Dude said I wasn't even a Kanye fan, but this is it. This is un that un. You can't not fuck, fuck with this." Like they have footage of his mom, like his mom living, just real inspirational shit, bro. You could just see why he's that way. You see that he's the same person. He hasn't changed. He's just rich and crazy now, kind of. Yeah, he's the same. Man, that's nuts. That's nuts. I might leave this in. I'm gonna leave this whole piece in. We're watching it because everybody. All right, Kels, we gonna call you back. All right, call you back, Kels. All right, later. Shout out to Kills. Shout out. Um, but people have been saying how, yo, I don't know if y'all have thought about or seen this yet, but hopefully y'all gonna talk about it on the podcast. <laughs> no, y'all, but you know what? Yeah, we definitely gonna watch definitely that. Gonna we watch definitely that. gonna get into that joint. For, for sure. sure. It's crazy because I didn't even know it dropped yesterday. Um, and damn, by the time the podcast come out, y'all would have t- plenty of time to have seen mm-hmm. it. So trust me, we'll be up. But yeah, as far as what you were saying about um, the TDE, the TDE thing, yeah. I mean, look, the Isaiah Rashad news too. I don't know if anybody saw that this last yeah. week. That's not going to help TDE. I'm, that's no shade towards Isaiah Rashad, but TDE, that's not going to, that's not necessarily going to, right. And this is what, yeah. I don't see Isaiah Rashad riding the momentum of this to an album. Just speaking on a business side. Mm-hmm. Not say we don't support Isaiah Rashad. Just, all right, bet for our label. If I'm the label head, I'm like, all right, bet. Uh, where do we go? We need Kendrick, who's leaving. But we haven't seen TDE introduce any new acts. Maybe they don't plan to be somebody like, maybe they're going to be something like Death Row that might have a fall and then some young kid is going to come and rise that again. Because what is Kendrick doing? This next album... Kendrick, I don't think it's even... But remember, Kendrick not even about to be operating under TDE no That's more. That's what I'm saying. His own shit. Isn't this last album the last one of TDE, though? I think so. So it's like... Well, I don't know. Who knows? I just feel like, K-Dot, come with it, bro. At least drop this shit. You got a, 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 a single or something that's just going to let... Even Roddy dropped. Late at night. Catch Tarrant, me in you, the morning, <laughs> late at night. This man dro- also dropped Mountain Top and then dropped himself offline. Ha! <laughs> 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 to Roddy. Hey, look, one thing about the, uh, the Isaiah Rashad shit, because when that shit happened, it was kind of wild. And everybody went into their bag of, I don't get what people are, I don't get what people are acting for. People are acting like sexuality is, they're acting like his sexuality matters. Like, now you're not going to point him because he's gay. First of all, nobody said that they weren't going to start supporting him anymore, at least from my end. Right. That's not why it was shocking to me. Like, I think it's just a little unhuman. Like, we are all human. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's completely natural, I think, for people to react with the oh shit way that they acted. Like, oh my God. Because it's not like, like, let's not get on our soapbox and try to be so socially correct. And uh, yeah. of course, we still going to support them. 
Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Of course, we still gonna support Isaiah Rashad. But a lot of y'all got on y'all soapbox, got on y'all platforms, and tried to make it seem like, okay, so he's gay, so what? Yeah, he's gay, so what? But they just uploaded a video of this nigga sucking dick. Whoa. This is a this is a, a adult podcast. I just wanted to throw that out there. Just for somebody who's right. like. But <laughs> this is my thing. If a video leaked of a woman topping somebody off, we it, would be like, damn, how did this get yeah, out? Yeah, yeah. So there was going to be some shock and awe behind it. Let's just not act like we mm-hmm. are not are just like we're crazy because that's the bullshit that people do. They try to make it seem like people crazy for having normal oh shit. If it was a mm-hmm. woman that was topping some, some somebody off, we would be like and it's not even a really celebrity. Much. Yeah. Like if a video of like a not a huge artist, but an artist that everybody know had a great ass album last year. Let's say a Doja Cat or somebody. It ain't even about the, to me. It's about the fact that we thought he was straight. I mean, yeah, there's that. I mean, he has in his song saying, I'm fucking bitches. Right. So to see him doing that, you now double back everything about the nigga's music. And that is more impactful than just somebody's sexuality change. It's like, damn. Like, it's not, it's, right. It has nothing to do with your sexuality. It's more nah. so like, damn, like, are you a true, uh, like, damn, I don't even know you for real. Then. Yeah. And so, I, I mean, 100% we're going to support Isaiah Rashad. I still love that album, man. And I felt bad because I didn't listen to it until super late. Because he sleeps. Could be. Not anymore. Terrell's the worst but, nigga ever. But, but. Just a mainstream ass nigga. Motherfuckers is human. That's all I'm going to say. That's true. But, um, uh, real quick, the verses was last night. Anthony Hamilton, the music You said soul something child. about going to, uh, talking about Monet. On on the uh, Super Bowl. Oh, I just wanted to give Mary J some flowers. I love Mary J. Yeah. Honestly, she ain't the best actress, but she was doing her shit up there. I about to say yeah, and she's always electric on stage. Shout out Mary J. Believe it or not, y'all, she did that for free. She wanted the opportunity to stand on that big stage in front of all them people. I don't know if y'all know, but I saw a ton of people saying, "Yo, I need to see Mary J in concert. I need to get yeah. on that Mary J." And a lot of people went and listened to her music. So you know what? And do you know all of the Super Bowl performers do it for free? Really? Mm-hmm. It's the, it is like the I'm going to Disney oh, World. Wow. Dr. Dre did not do that for free. I bet he did. Terrell, you're wrong. Oh, that could have been a rumor. But Mary said, J is the only one who did it for free. Nah, but they said no. Because they said Mary J said she wanted the opportunity. I didn't see, I didn't see that. So you mean I tell read me somewhere, 50 Cent and Snoop Dogg both got up there for free promo? I, re, I, re, I read it somewhere. It could have been wrong. Um, but most of the Super Bowl, most of the people that perform at the Super Bowl either take a huge ass pay cut. Or they do it for free because they say it's a, like Mary J was saying it's an opportunity of a lifetime because that's the reason why they asked her how much you got paid. And she was like, it's free. Okay. yeah. But think about it. Everybody about to go and spend your music. It's like doing a versus. Yeah, you're right. You everybody, about to go, everybody about to go spend this, this music back. I do feel like Mary J could have came with a little bit more. You know something like something that they don't get, know what you're whistling. They get the crowd, you know. What are you whistling? That no more thing. She okay. did that joint, yeah. But I'm saying you needed you. She, you, she probably should have did that one. We got other Mary J that could have lit this joint yeah. up. She did dance for me though. Yeah, you're right. Hey, but look, I was gonna say that too. Kendrick probably performed what he had because, like you did say, how many rappers can say that they performed at the Super Bowl? Not many. You put your name in the books with Michael Jackson, Jay Z, uh, Michael Jackson. Beyonce, Prince, all the people that have crazy Super Bowl performances. It like look, as a rapper, I performed at the Super Bowl. Yeah. Jay-Z, you never performed at the Super Bowl. I know you said they, they need me, you, they, you don't need you or whatever. But guess what? You didn't do it. And I could say that I did, you know? I, I stood on one of the biggest stages in the world. 
Yeah. Like you said, how many trillion viewers? And they didn't click off. Hell and then yeah. we not gonna shade Eminem. That performance was amazing. Yeah, Lucha that literally Soul. brought everybody together. Like I told Terrell, when Eminem came on, all the people that you know what I'm saying might not have been in hip hop. They said, "All right, I know this one. Uh huh, I know Arms this is one. ready. Yeah. Knees weak, mom's spaghetti uh, yeah. is bombing <laughs> on his sweater. Oh, <laughs> I did you not know that? I just fucked it up. Just I'm saying. Um, but yeah, that was honestly a great moment. I know it. Palms is sweaty. I'm sorry, man. But let me just tell you, uh, the whole he took a knee, the NFL didn't know. The NFL came out and was like, hold up, y'all. We knew. We knew. Stop trying to make a fucking but move look, out of here. Did they? Did they? they did they? they did made. they? Did they? Did they? NFL, you full of shit, and you always got to come out and cover up your shit afterwards. They do. They are. Because the how did it get out that they didn't want y'all to do it? The NBA just be lapping the NFL when it comes to, like, social shit. <laughs> but um, whether they knew or not, I thought it was dope with Eminem to take a knee. Yeah, me too. Whether he did it figuratively or if that was just a part of his performance, I don't know. I fucked with it. Um, but I fucked with that. Yeah, me too. You know? I felt like that whole thing was just, I didn't see how certain people didn't like it. I mean, like everybody, I mean, yeah, it was hip hop, but like I felt like it included all everybody. How do you feel about the people that said it was trash? I felt like I hate these old, all this old shit. Honestly, I feel that, but I was trying so hard to think of, that's why I said I tried to hate on the Super Bowl uh, halftime show. But for real, y'all, it was amazing. It was LA. It was. It worked. Yeah. It, who, how can you get mad at Dr. Dre and Snoop up there doing their hits? Mary J, 50 Cent, Eminem. How could we get mad at that? And did you notice that it never felt like, all right, what are they doing? Like, it was literally, you were locked in the whole way. It was way. cohesive, yeah. It was so, like, I think going forward, we should have maybe something a little bit more modern. Maybe a, some new, who like when Beyonce did the Super Bowl, she was at the peak of her career. Bruno Mars, when he did the Super Bowl, peak of his career. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of like what people want to see the Beyonce big Beyonce was of. more so on the the upper outer tier, though, like just before. Yeah. But I mean, respect-wise, she could stand on that stage and give us a crazy performance because yeah. I'm going to take y'all back. To, you know what I'm saying? She was at like the mountain top. <laughs> uh, and I'm not going to say Bruno Mars, but like but yeah, just at the height of their game where you know that they, they got their best A. I feel like those people we should see on stage. Dr. Dre is almost 60. I felt Snoop like. Snoop Dogg, la da 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 It's the motherfucking D-O-Double-G. I was like, all right, yeah. Like, Golden question. You feel like if your man Nip was still here, he would have been on that stage? I don't think they would have respected Nip enough to put him on that stage. But if he was still here, he would have still been putting the work in. He probably would have. How do you feel about forget- people saying about, do you see the game came out? And say what? I should be on that I stage. I should have been on that stage. He was retweeting the hell out of it when people were saying he should be up there. Honestly, wouldn't have been mad at game on that stage. He is an L.A. legend. Hated it, love it. The underdogs on top. Y'all couldn't give us that with him in 50? I'm going shine, homie, until my heart drops. It'd it be me. me. Look, I'm Raps MVP. Look, he tried to get it. Look, my life was never easy. <laughs> <laughs> Try to spin his new shit. Fuck his car, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I would love to see a Kanye West. Super Bowl. Good music t- throwback Super Bowl performance. Now, that is what we Jay, was thinking about. Give us that, Jay. Because you know what it did feel like? It did feel like we about to throw a bunch of old motherfuckers on stage and, and satisfy y'all. Eminem, Dr. Dre, Snoop, Mary J. It does feel like, all right, Kendrick, but he going to come out there and do some, uh, some you know, good kid music. My man, Jay, looking a little funny. How? This wasn't a bad, this was good. This not looking, he not looking funny. He need to just come with some different shit, bro. Because I've been seeing a lot of people, a lot of whole ventures out there that, that have been 
giving a pass to Hov, and I don't want to get on my platform and do the same thing. I just think there's some work to do. Jay Z, don't forget, I know you. I don't know you, but you know what I'm saying. I love yeah. your music. I said no to the Super Bowl. You need me. I don't need you. Every and night look, we in the end zone to the NFL. We in stadiums too. You came straight at these niggas on your on a project. Mm-hmm. Now y'all partners and you helping them with the Super Bowl. And they and look, he's getting. I mean, you're right. I we mean, still don't have f- black coaches, no black owners, but they got y'all black asses entertaining the world at the halftime show. Yeah, the inspire chain. Who's really would watch a? You know what I'm saying? Like they were saying other names that they wanted, but it was like, all right, bet. Well, we have had the viewership without hip hop. Cause you can see what we could bring to the screen, you know. We t- we tie people in, entertainment aspect is there, but is it respected? You know, it's a weird thing. Yeah, could you imagine the the the, the rock band Kansas is performing? They gotta be a carry on my wayward son. That would be fire. <laughs> that would be fire. But look, it would be a lot of it would be a lot of. That shit would be fire. Look. The motherfucking guitar will be going. <laughs> you look like a nigga that cleans guitars. You look like the nigga that plays the cello, boy. You sitting there. Weird as <laughs> shit, boy. That is not what a cello sound like. <laughs> you talk about the big bass joint. That's a cello. <laughs> you look like the you like the new villain in a new Tommy show. Your head look like a cello. All right. What was boy. I gonna say about Tere that he looked like? I forget. You know what you look like? I forget what I was gonna say that he looked like. Damn, he looked like the nigga at the giant that do seafood. He always back there with that sprayer. <laughs> Those people be annoying when they talk to them. Excuse me, can I get a pound of shrimp? What you got an attitude for? Yeah, no bullshit. <laughs> Nervous ass because you reaching over the glass. All right, uh, I wanted to say this to real because I know you had an issue with this. Mm-hmm. The joint that said this, I'm gonna just say it's real. Post a picture on your Instagram page. And you get 10 likes, you post the same picture on your IG stories and get 300 views. The moral of the story is not many people like you, but they're watching. Fucking hate it. (laughs) I fucking hate that shit. And all of y'all are posting it are in fucking denial or you're going through some shit and you need to stop using Instagram for (laughs) this bullshit. Understand that the number of people that see your Instagram posts is sometimes... Double to triple what your fucking story sees. Right. Instagram stories show you how many motherfuckers saw your story. Meaning the motherfuckers that just do this on their phone and tap, they also get counted mm-hmm. in your viewership. Yeah. The same y'all. people scroll, if not more. You know how many people stories you don't see? Yeah, you're right. The same motherfuckers or double saw your black ass or whoever your fat ass is. Or whoever you are Whoa. on the timeline. Sorry. This is my thing. Stop trying to find haters. If you got them, you got them. If you don't really know, focus on you. Right. I don't like this fake bullshit of, oh, yeah, look, you got 300 views but 10 likes. They're watching. Who watching you, bro? Who? Maybe your shit wasn't good enough to like and people saw it, but they didn't feel like liking it. That's that. what I'm saying. And that's just a normal thing. Maybe instead of worrying about who watching you, how about you watch you? Yeah, like t- t- look in the fucking mirror and stop looking at the fucking window. Because your brain is telling you all this shit and you really need to look at your fucking self. The easiest thing to do is to make yourself feel like nobody gives a fuck about you. Nobody cares about you. When really that be you. You don't give a fuck about yourself. 
And then you just try to look at everybody else that's not giving a fuck about you. When people really give a fuck about you, mm-hmm. you just don't really give a fuck about yourself. And I felt like until you start doing that, you're going to be worried about the wrong things. Yeah. So, and I don't want to sound too harsh. Yeah, nah. But that shit on Instagram, I hate it. I was just saying how we got to stop taking pride of this negative shit. Like somebody said, hey, can we normal? I think I already told you, can we normalize not responding until you're mentally ready? No. Let's normalize fixing your shit and also taking care of your business at the same time. Because y'all ask for exceptions on shit that you don't want. You don't want to talk to somebody who's not going to respond to you because they weren't in a mental space. If you were talking to your significant other and they just didn't talk to you and went MIA because they had a mental problem, you'd be the same motherfucker sitting there sick. Yeah. Oh, but now that you're having mental problems, you want to be able to do that. And that is not the way it is supposed to be. Like, And I feel like... All of us will never be able to learn how to live with somebody and be in a relationship if we think that way, especially as fellas. You know what I mean? Like, what you said the other day was so true, bro, about how being with a woman is a job. And at a job, to be good at it, you got to go overtime. You putting in the real work and they know how invested you are. Uh, Mm -hmm. It's the same thing with your girl. That's from your father. Told me that on his anniversary, 39th anniversary. Bro, he real. He real because... That's real. And my thing is like, I'm not saying, I don't know. I feel like the point was made. You nah, know? You, you did. And honestly, just to double back on that, um, what he said was a, re- a relationship is like your job. You Sometimes you work overtime. Sometimes you go in early. You make sure you get up. You make sure you're on time. So you got to be that same way about your relationship. And, and so just, you're right. Cutting people out just because you're not in the right space. Yeah. It's like, but do you care about this person? And that's what I was even trying to curve it back to. Like, you ain't the overtime part of your relationship is not being in the right mental space, but not necessarily taking it out on. Like, I've been in a bad mental space and wanted to take that time away from somebody. Yep. And look, I fell off the face of the earth to them. You know what I mean? Where you go at? And I felt like we shouldn't normalize just being able to fall off. We should normalize saying, yo, I'm not really Talking feeling it, it out, so I'm yeah. a, you know what I mean? And that's what I'm not good at. And I don't like, when, we, when you get online, you see nothing but the negative messages with a bunch of retweets, like, I'm, you know, I don't need a, you know what I'm saying? It's like, damn, like, you know what? Y'all just be saying this and retweeting this, but we don't really be meaning that shit. That's true. It's like the people that say, that I don't need a Valentine. You would have never said shit about a Valentine if you didn't care about it. If you got on your Twitter... Or your Instagram and said, I don't give a fuck about Valentine's Day. I'm good. You definitely just told everybody that you give a fuck. Yep. And you're hurt. For real. That's you telling yourself. That's you telling yourself that. Yeah. And now you're telling the world, hey, y'all, I don't really don't give a fuck. I want everybody to know I don't give a fuck. Uh-huh. We and don't you know give what? a fuck. So guess what? We know you give a fuck about whatever you're talking That's about. That's right. There are so many tweets that I leave in the drafts, y'all. So many tweets that I leave in the drafts. And look. Y'all know I have terrible takes. Terrell with another terrible take. If you see one of them terrible takes, that means I double down think that shit. Double down think that <laughs> shit. I really definitely thought it. about it before I sent it. And then sometimes you might have to delete a tweet. You might have to be like, all right, all right, y'all, y'all right. I'm going to get, 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 get this one out of here. And that's what you got to do. But um, what I did want to say, niggas be doing for the Instagram. real quick, was Versus was last night. Mm-hmm. Music Soul Child, Anthony Hamilton. I don't know if anybody watched it. Don't really got much to say. It was dope. Mm-hmm. I love both of them. Anthony Hamilton was my sleeper pick, but I knew music catalog was going to carry him. And I think music edged it in terms of like winning, but 
I think Anthony Hamilton had a great performance. I thought it was dope. But what I did want to say in this whole shit is that I don't know if y'all saw, but Versus was getting ready to charge people $3 to watch that concert. Mm. And it was not going to be available on Instagram Live. It was only going to be available on their little website. Yeah. But I just want to let y'all know, for those of y'all that do watch the Versus series, it ain't going to be free that long. <laughs> Especially if they're getting ready to try and get people like Dr. Dre, Diddy. It costs money. And understand that y'all yeah. logging into your IG TV, your IG live and just tapping the bubble it may be convenient, but like, are we really trying to support or, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I was telling Terrell that there's not many concerts or there's not many stars right now where they're doing a live concert and it's free. You know what I mean? Even the Kanye and Drake thing, you had to have Amazon Prime in order to see it. And with Versus being such a big stage now, as frustrating and annoying as it is, where it's like, of course, y'all going to make us pay for this. You kind of got to give it up that millions of people are tuning in. And it's like you're seeing two normally legendary stars performing a joint concert in a way. Mm -hmm. If you look at what tickets would cost for you to go see them on a stadium, it would probably be like $100, you know, $100, $200 mm -hmm. for this type of concert. So it's like if they say, oh, it's $5 or whatever. They it was get, only going to be $2.99. It was going to be $2.99? That was Come the on, price. Man. I think it's worth it. Come on, y'all. For one versus $2.99, if you was throwing a party, it was. I felt like that might have been worth yeah. it. I feel like we got to look at it the same way we look at a boxing match, the same way we look at pay-per-view. It's going to be people that bootleg for sure mm -hmm. all across the world. Um, but let, right. it, let them make their money. And y'all got to stop thinking because your Instagram is free and it's been free that everything that comes to Instagram should always be free. It's like, yeah. At one point, or on YouTube, at one point it was free. Now we got to pay for it. I totally get it, but you got to also understand that, like, a lot of shit don't be easy to make. Yeah. Where is Versus going to get their money from for real with this shit when they have to not only throw the event, but they have to pay the artists. They got to pay whatever venue. Whatever venue. And guess what, y'all? Y'all are not paying to watch it. We got millions of people that can see it, but none of them are paying us. Right. But we got to pay the artists to perform for them. I get it. I'm not mad at it. I 100% get it. I 100% understand it. And so that's, that is what may or may, it may change. I don't know what the next one's going to be, but we'll see. And that's why they have been spacing them out like this. Yeah. Maybe it was like, okay, this one and then that one and then that one. Mm -hmm. So we don't know what it's going to be next. But And very randomly, y'all, get a new toothbrush. This is random, but look, I'm looking right at you. Get a new fucking Terrence, toothbrush. I know you didn't write on that you're fucking page. Be, I know you didn't write on that fucking page. You're going to be the same nigga that's going to be brushing with like the same. Terrell. Can I get this off? I just read this Can I get this off? I just read it on your paper. I'm you're going to be that. the same person that has the same toothbrush from Thanksgiving like this nigga, Terrell. Terrence, please. I've had three, two, I've had two different, three different toothbrushes since, since Thanksgiving. Number one, when I had COVID, you're right. I got a new toothbrush. And I just about to get a new toothbrush after I get over the shit that I got now. If you don't know, let me tell you. You're supposed to switch your toothbrush out every month. A toothbrush is how much, Terrell? Like $4 or $5. Oh, if $4. you get a good one, if you get a good one, it costs you like 7 8 Right. So there, it's not a money thing, you know? It's $4. Some of y'all spend $8 a day on food. Starbucks every morning, but you can't get a new toothbrush. Stop. Get yourself a new toothbrush because you've been brushing with the same one that you got the mac and cheese and yams. 
same oh, brush? Oh, yeah, that's disgusting, y'all. I used to be just like that, y'all, in my younger years. Fellas, you know who I'm talking about. Get your ass up. Get in that damn car and go to the CVS and get your new toothbrush, bro. And new toothpaste. Because squeeze in with that squeak. Stop it. I stopped living that life a long time ago. If you got to squeeze your toothbrush, it's only 4 or 5 or 6 or $7. Sacrifice the Chick-fil-A. Terrell, go in there right now. You'll see six. You'll I get it. Go in there. How you feel about people that will say, niggas get up and act like they ain't never came nah, from this struggle? Fuck, fuck that, fuck that, fuck that. that Y'all know if you're struggling, you know I'm not talking to you. But some of you niggas will spend fast food money in the morning. Fast food, you, you, you manage to get a lunch at work. Wings for dinner. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you, managing to, you managing to go to MGM and spend, but you can't spend $6. On a new tube of toothpaste, you squeezing the fuck out of it? Uh-huh, y'all, y'all priorities is fucked up and energy on wrong shit, Kendrick. Um, your lady will know. Have you ever, fellas, and then this is the thing. When you go to the grocery store or the Target or wherever they sell these toothbrushes, have you ever noticed how there's like thousands of them? It's so because you need to get one because you need more to get often one. than just, if you could only get a toothbrush, if you only need to buy one toothbrush twice a year, it right. would not be that many in the store. And you have to keep buying. I mean, yep. I used to be like, yo, it's a toothbrush. It'll be fine. But like, I ain't even realized that like that shit just gets old. Uh-huh. And I understand if you get like a sore throat or you get sick, you got to use that toothbrush. If you, if you get better and then you use that toothbrush, some of that same bacteria can make you sick again. Yeah, man. Get a new toothbrush. And look, Terrell, what, did you want to run to something? I had well, something we could go to, but if you got something, you, you good. This girl just hit me online and was talking about how people were saying, somebody said, and it's funny, she hit me. She, she's, uh, it looks like her name is Sienna. That's a dope way to spell it, too. Sienna? Yeah. Dope. Just, somebody said that loving basketball was trash. And she lucky because it just popped in my, in my mentions right here. Uh, would love to see Terrence scold, basically love to see me scold the blast me for this. I don't know why people think loving basketball is trash. As a movie, just because the situation was trash. You know what I mean? It is blasphemous to say that Love and Basketball was a bad movie. You're tripping. Go back and rewatch it. I ain't going to spend 20 minutes on it, but. How are y'all saying Love and Basketball is trash? Yeah. I, you know what? I, it's like I told you, Terrell. It's because the situation was trash. The situation was Her going up. back to him was kind of like. He didn't love Tyra Banks. He didn't love her. At the end of the day, she needed to go back to him to be happy in her life. She thought that she was, she didn't want to be with that, with nobody else but my man. And he didn't want to be with that joint. Right. And my question to the people that are saying this trash, what would y'all have rather happen? Y'all have rather him went off and married the Tyra Banks chick and she going to meet somebody new? Oh, I know what y'all wanted. Y'all wanted the Tyler Perry route. Right. Which is to have some light-skinned dude come into her life with Jesus. Or basically. <laughs> wow. Because I like what? the fact that they love each other from this is, this is my sandbox. Yeah. Since we was little. This is real love right here. And this is a real story the way a real story should end. Because y'all wanted it to basically end like y'all miserable lives. I fucking love that fucking movie. You know why? It's not rooted in any of... Or do y'all want him to get shot by the cops at the right. end? And then she say, I don't want to do... And she have his jersey on. <laughs> I'm sick of y'all. And then look, y'all would have said that was the best movie of the year. And then look, this is my thing. That thing about that movie, bro, it wasn't, it wasn't rooted in poverty. Nope. Two, his father played for the Clippers. Her dad is just a boss-ass nigga. Yeah, just a doctor. His, his dad was a doctor. Right. Yeah. Uh, they both came from a good neighborhood. Great schools. 
college. No racism. No and racism. This is a platinum black love story that just involved one of the sports that we dominate, 93% black males in the NBA. NBA. Basketball. Right. Like, dog. Is and she it, going it, to play for the LA Fox? And it was it was realism. Like, it, I mean, it was like it was real. It was real. Like, yes. literally, it wasn't like you felt like it was this fabricated look. They purposely made Monica more tomboyish, like a basketball. She she couldn't compete with a Tyra Banks, Gabrielle Union. The Connie, yep. She couldn't compete, and they knew it. Yep. It's not in real life she can't compete. Just in the movie, they wanted you to feel real love. We all picked Monica in that movie because of the love. They didn't just show us pretty girls like Euphoria's doing and trying to throw little word love in there and make us feel it that way. You know what I mean? Like mm -hmm. Your show. We felt... Just, you know what I'm saying, the, the no, keep period. going. I don't want to throw you off. <laughs> but you know I'm right when I say we felt That's the right. love and we mm -hmm. wanted her love to work out because if any of us know, you know when you genuinely love somebody. You yep. know what I mean? And you know when you love them beyond. You ever love somebody and you felt like they fucked with somebody that might be on a higher level than you? Like it's, it's, there was a lot of realistic aspects of that movie. Yep. And basketball was a key factor. They played basketball where they started. Y'all don't realize that, that when she first met him, it was like, I can play. I'll play with y'all. For them to be playing basketball for they love at the end, there's yeah. a beautiful art it stroke is, to this movie. Man. It is. Y'all need to rooted. sit y'all bitter asses down because y'all mad that what? your man didn't play you one-on-one -on -one to get your heart back. Right. He just did go leave with he Tyra. He did man. leave with Tyra. And your ass is overseas playing and with... Now you playing now with you Trinka. Play yeah. <laughs> Damn, girl, you know these men out here fine. <laughs> you don't give a fuck about them niggas. <laughs> and I love how the story is rooted in imperfection. Like, they made decisions that ended up not being the best decisions. Because that's what we do sometimes. That, that is so true. Quincy should have stayed in school. He went pro too early. Didn't do the best. And he started going from team to team. Mm -hmm. Then he tore his ACL. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's... But love wins at the end mm -hmm. of the day. They both prioritize their dreams over their love. And that blinded them as to how genuine their love was, almost making them feel like, yeah, if I stay in this, then I'm not going to be able to really ball. Like, I got practice. Like, she couldn't stay in support, bro. And they both started feeling like they couldn't be there for each other. And put it like this, since both of their career was in the forefronts, I mean, it, like you said, in, in just in real life, bullshit gets in the way of the real love you have from some, for somebody. And it ain't normally until that they're not in your life anymore that you realize, damn, it was just bullshit that separated us. But like, and I feel like a lot of people realize that when it's too late, when you yep. already got situated with some other nigga that you were just looking for, you know? Yeah. So it's definitely a dope ass fucking story. And I don't feel like, and why are we trying to kill everything? Why do y'all trying to not like this? Not like something like Greece or something. How about we not God like damn. right? Not like coming to America. Hold on, wait. Two. Oh, okay. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like these new bullshit movies that's coming out. Let's come out and say how that's bullshit. Yeah, don't shit on. The don't classics. try to shit on our fucking classics. What black classic was kind of trash that people love? Like we we say don't do it. My favorite, one doing. of my favorite movies. This is in my top ten, but it's a trash movie for real, for real. If you really, if you really watch it, a four story belly. Yeah, it's not good. <laughs> I love it, but I love the artistic aspect of it. Mm -hmm. But as a story, if somebody said this movie was trash, it's like, yeah, but it's just like you could tell. I feel the same way about the Tupac basketball joint. What's that joint again? Above the Rim. 
Yeah. I like, felt like I was like, this Joe hard to watch. Yeah, this joint a little tough to watch with Dwayne Martin in that joint. His young ass. But yeah. Uh not gonna shit on it. Not gonna shit on it. I don't it. really have anything else. Oh, one thing I did want to say just the at the last thing, the the New York mayor oh, yeah. drill yeah. scene thing was kind of like, oh shit. And I know you were saying something about he's about to come and crack down on a drill rapping or something I, like that. I, yeah, I told you before that the New York mayor is like, for all my people that saw Sons of Anarchy, when the bald dude came to town and he was the new sheriff and he was like, guess what? Y'all can't wear y'all little motorcycle vest no more. It was like, I can't believe he think he can do this shit. <laughs> the New York mayor is just like that, where he's, he be saying shit like, yeah, we not doing that. Nope, not in New York. And so recently the New York mayor basically said that Drill music is leading to death in the community. They're rapping about um, killing each other, neighborhoods and shit. And he was like, we got Donald Trump removed from Twitter, you know, for spreading, you know, negativity and whatever. And he was like, this is doing the same. So I'm going to Twitter. I'm going to all of the social media heads. And we're going to take this, this shit off of type shit. And so the community is kind of split. There's people that feel like, well, it's art, and so you can't keep us from making our art. But then the other side of the community is like, well, if the art is leading to people to getting killed, how long are they going to tell us that hip-hop is the reason that we're killing each other? I, well, well you're right. I'm not saying that. But at the same time, because I'm going to give you both arguments, because there's people that are saying that, right? Like, people are saying, how about instead of focusing on that, focus on making the situations in the hood better? That's it. Right? But then this girl who I agreed with, she said, why do that when you know the hood is just going to be the hood? Niggas go, look, you can take the street names off of everything. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. But a nigga still kill you. The hood's still going to be the hood. Well, my thing is this. To make situations better for people so that we have less poverty and shit like that in the world, I feel like there's certain things that we need to do. Mm -hmm. You can't put, it's almost like you put black, you put people in a shit situation, right? You're in, they're in a shit box, right? And yep. what they decide to do is paint. And what they paint is their environment, where they come from. They're painting violence. Right. You say, the paintings are making, making them kill each other. What? That's how ridiculous it sounds. You know what I mean? They live in a bad environment, and they will paint on these walls. You know what I'm saying? Not what they want to do, what they come from. Mm -hmm. And you see the paintings and say, Take the paint. Really? New York mayor, you're off. Because you sound like another broken record that thinks that your solve to the community is the reaction. You're trying to fix their reaction instead of fixing what's making them react. Yeah. That's why I feel like he, I know what you, you do have a point. Is it enticing the violence? Yeah. I'm not going to sit here and act like it's not. That probably is influencing niggas to, you know what I'm saying? To be more violent. Yeah. But I like, uh, I think what you said is actually spot on. It made me think different because nobody really said that. Yeah. Because um, it's like, yeah. I mean, it's like, what do you expect? They're not making songs about what they want to do. They're making normally, it's almost like they don't like making songs of, of us saying, I'll shoot that nigga if you break in. Mm. Nigga, nigga hate on me, I'm going to clip his ass. These are little ways of us talking about how we're going to overcome certain animosities yeah. in the situations that we live in. And yep. guess what? The motherfuckers that live in them situations understand it. And they don't say, you know what? This make me want to go kill. Nah, I can just relate to 
survive in this jungle. If I was a if I was a gazelle, I wouldn't be painting beautiful ass pictures of everybody, the lions over here. I'd be painting my man getting killed by a lion. I'd be painting the lions as the most craziest thing ever. Right. I had to escape. You know what I'm saying? That's some real shit. And I'm so glad we had to talk about this because everybody online, you know, like the community kind of split in New yeah. York. But the good thing was that a lot of the drill artists sat down with the mayor because because of the backlash. Let me tell you, he's, he's still a stand-up dude. Yeah. They sat down with the mayor. Maino, as the old head of New York, sat down with them. Because people oh, yeah. was like, why the fuck is Maino there? He don't make drill. But Maino was there to help facilitate the conversation. And they brought in Fabio. They got some of the artists from uh, that area. Yeah. And they just going back and forth about perspective to help the mayor figure out what he's going to do. This, the mayor still don't fuck around, though. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But the fact that he even did that, let them put the video of him in it, I thought that was dope. And I think he's going to be a solid mayor for the city of New York. Yeah, for sure. Like, I ain't going to say the other shit that came about him. What? Nothing. All right, fuck it. I ain't going to step on him. But that's pretty much all I got. And I all think, right. um, damn, you got the, yeah. the drink there. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Hey, look, shout out to all the first time listeners that's listening and listening all the way through this time. Turn up. We don't have any more NFL picks. Mm -hmm. uh, we might move to put something in the way. Wow. Alchemist. Turn up. Alchemist. If you haven't read The Alchemist, that's my book recommendation for this podcast. Read The Alchemist. If you're watching the podcast, I'm currently reading Thinking Fast and Slow by this dude named Daniel uh, Kahneman or Kahneman or whatever you would say it. I just saw this Twitter thread about entrepreneurs and the the number one books to read for entrepreneurs. Mm -hmm. And um, you had a drop? This one, a Nobel Prize in Economics. So y'all should read this one. That's what I'm currently on. I just got Will for Valentine's Day. And uh, okay. I was going to buy the audio book, but I'm going to read through that. I read the first chapter, and that joint is dope. Damn, my child like wanted to read that joint. That joint's good. I'm going to let you look through it. 100. It's fire. Till next time, y'all be safe. Drive safe. Shout out to everybody that listens to and coming from work. Because uh, I was reading some stats about that, so shout out to y'all, man. Get home safe. Corona's still out there, y'all. Mask up.